Hello and welcome to the JFG podcast. This is episode 143, Game of the Year 2017. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my very good friend Ash. Hey buddy, how's it going there? As always, feeling good on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sparkling pills. Give me the hope to go on. They do. They do give you the hope to go on. This evening. Yes. Indeed, buddy. And so if anyone uh, didn't listen to the previous show from last week, uh, we are recording this straight after episode 142. Fresh faced. It was a it was a, a short episode with very little going on in it. It was. Uh, yeah. We did our due diligence there, buddies. We don't want to leave you hanging, so we did that show for you. Um, but don't expect too much content there. And if you uh, if you listen to it, I'm sure you're nodding along with me at this moment in time. Indeed. But having said that, buddy, uh, obviously we need to get our game of the year show. But what have you, what have you been up to this week, mate? It was <sighs> Christmas. What did you get? Uh, nothing that I nothing that I wanted. I'm sure. Uh, there's one thing I can guarantee, buddy. Yeah. It's uh, that I didn't get a 4K TV, yeah, PlayStation VR, that. an no, Xbox. No. Um, and probably not a load of whiskey, which would probably do me as well. Oh, that'd uh, be nice. Drink to forget the other presents that I didn't get, buddy. But uh, <laughs> just a quick question: what, what are you drinking this evening, buddy? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm on the old brew dog there, oh, buddy. Still, the, uh, still on the brew dog from last I'm week. I'm on the brew, yeah, yeah, yeah. the punk IPA yeah, really. there, buddy. What I about mean, you, buddy? Yeah, I'm, Mixed I'm, it up this I'm week still, at all? Or? I, mean, I mean, at the moment, I'm just finishing off the 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 dregs of my uh, Morrison's best of IPA uh, American Pale Sorry, but yeah, oh, yeah, I have actually got a bottle of Shipyard ready for the next one. Check him Train out. Coming on, staying with the American Pale but yeah, going on with that. Yeah. Ah, so. Um, I don't know how do how do we want to introduce this? I can't remember what we did last year. Uh, I think last year was more elaborate. Uh, there was probably a bit more going on, and it certainly went on for way too long. Um, Standard. This week, I think, or this year. Yeah. Not well, so much. I think the, the problem is with 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 us is that obviously we don't have multiple consoles. We're not going to play. Like, like you listen to Giant Bomb, and those guys between them have played like two hundred games this year. Yeah. Um, um, and we've played like twenty because we're just a couple of dudes, and we can only buy so much and play so much and so on. So, it's there's very little point in us doing an exhaustive, definitive game of the year because if if you wanted that, you wouldn't be listening to us. You'd be listening to something else. <laughs> Indeed, all we can do is, is just briefly run through the stuff we've enjoyed this year, yeah. uh, where we think it rates against other other games, and. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Um, what we do normally do, and we're certainly not going to break tradition there, buddies, is um, some sort of little awards ceremony. Ooh, um, awards. Yeah, we've got these. Uh, <laughs> we've got these cheeky awards, buddy, to hand out, and um, I think that's where we'll get the ball rolling. The JFG Awards 2017. Oh, elusive. No, that's not the word, is it? Exclusive. No. Exclusive. World a, first. Yeah, well, yeah, something like that. It's under your the anticipation chairs. mounts. <laughs> Here it comes. Here we so are. So what's, what's the first uh, first award, buddy, this evening's there's, award? No, there's going to be a common theme running through uh, this, but the first award, buddy, is yeah. the best single-player game of 2017, the Are You Lonesome Award. Oh, I love playing games on my own. 
Yeah, me too, buddy. Uh, especially at the moment with my witching. Of course, if I could have had the Witcher as game of the year two years in a row, then fuck it, do it, mate. Why not? Obviously, I would have done that. Did they bring um, out some DLC this year? They did not, but they oh. did bring out a game of the year edition that included hey, there was the base a 4K game update and the DLC this year and- for it. Just yeah, use that as an excuse. No. Uh, there was there was a very worthy winner of this uh, this year. Uh, there are very few other worthy winners this year. But what you can <laughs> say for sure is, as far as I'm concerned, and as far as you're concerned as well, buddy. Indeed, the best single player game this year was quite comfortably Horizon Zero Dawn from Guerrilla Games. Yes, um, a fantastic fucking game. Um, absolutely adored it like to obsessive levels like i like the way i used to play games when i was 12 and had fuck all to do didn't need a job or anything um uh, and you just sit down and and across the course of two weeks you play something for 50 hours and that's exactly what happened here and uh you were a little late at the party weren't you but you got there in the end and uh, really got stuck in yeah i managed to chuck in i think it was a good 40 45 hours or something into this game uh in the end of it and also going back to it a few weeks ago yeah definitely cemented this in for my uh best single player game this year really really just enjoyed my time in the world um all the different quests and things that were there the characters you know it had it all really and being able to immerse yourself in that single player experience is what this game is all about you know um you play as a lone character and you take on the fucking world mate yeah and every little bit of that world is beautifully crafted and this script is beautifully acted it's just immersion is the word it's it's got it all and for especially for something that uh it is tackling such a weird concept where you're mm. like a cave dweller in a world full of mechanical dinosaurs yeah. to, to to give you anything to like cling on to there reality wise um is is a, a huge masterstroke. and um yeah fucking great single player game yeah, definitely. Uh, cheeky little crafting system and upgrade tree as well to keep you busy. Absolutely. Um, they probably want to take a little look at that uh, inventory management there. Well, but you know, you can't win them all. Standard um, in RPGs, really. We don't have an award for inventory management, but perhaps <laughs> we should. Yeah. <laughs> but Maybe. there we are. Uh, so yeah, there's our first award. Best single player game, Horizon Zero Dawn. Clean sweep from the pair of us. Yeah. We will move on now to the best multiplayer game. Um, of course, it was known as the Trump long before he took power. I know, um, this is what I was thinking. I was like, can we call it the Trump anymore? I mean, that's... I don't really know. It might rub people up the wrong way, but yeah. it, it is an acronym, of course. Yeah, it's, it's the truly acronym. radical ultimate multiplayer piss fest. That's the Trump, buddy. That's That's... Yeah, I mean, that's what his surname stands for as well, of course. So, there we go. Definitely does. He is a massive piss fest. Um, This was a bit of a shock that we both decided on this game. Um, Yeah, and it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because we've gone for Ghost Recon Wildlands. um, (laughs) And obviously that isn't a very good game. No. Um, But... Before the year was out, out pops 4v4 mode, Ghost War. A free updated version, well, not version, but add-on of a 4v4 Ghost War, yeah. And And becomes becomes a multiplayer mode, but it's to the base game, and Mm. clinches the fucking award out from under, I don't know what else, but anything else. Well, that, that is another thing, like, trying to find another 
multiplayer game. But you could say that. I mean, like, we've played, like, countless hours of pairs, you know, like, racing games online. Uh, like, I've played at least 24 hours of Crucible in Destiny 2. So it's not like we haven't played many multiplayer games. But this just felt like a solid multiplayer. I mean, obviously, there, there were some server issues, but classic Ubisoft to start off with. But when it kind of finally filtered down into what has become Ghost War now, especially with like the updates now, the new ranked mode as well, which is kind of cool. This is a solid four player co-op online shooter. And the the thing that really set this out for me was uh, the use of the different classes. You know, um, they've done it before in Rainbow Six Siege where, you know, you have a set role model uh, role and you know you can only use certain guns and things like that but when you get that team dynamic together you know you, you get your scout you get your medic you get your ranger you get your point man or, or you get your tank or, or whatever you can start working as a team to either like annihilate the other team or uh whatever the other game mode is system link i think it is where you link know, or whatever link, where, yeah Fuck you gotta sort of stand by it and yeah i mean it's the fact it's the fact that this game as well as being like ultra like cutthroat like you can die very very easily so the there's a real sort of element of like fear for your life in this that you're Definitely. just gonna but but because you, you're really gonna let your teammates down and yeah. if they're your friends that you're playing with but the fact that you it's just one of those games, and Ubisoft have always done them brilliantly. We look back at Vegas too, um, where where you, <laughs> you can get better at it. You can get yeah. better at it, and and it's there's something very satisfying, and and it's it's probably a little bit parallels to uh, proper like real world army operations, where mm. if when things go right, when you make all the right decisions, uh, all you can do in that game is constantly make the correct decisions and then hope that the opposition will fall in your lap or luck is on your side yeah because i was just gonna say there's there's those magic moments where like it might be like three on one like you've only got one guy left but then somehow there's a magical revive and it's three on two and then you're like fuck right let's try and get some more revives and then you end up four (laughs) on three and then you're pushing for the win and that's what i love about this game like even though you're dead, you might not be out. You know, if if you've, if your teammates are savvy enough and smart enough, right? Like trying to bait people out, or you know, like make sure there's no mines on the bodies and things like that. Which I've been caught out far too many times, just running in um, and trying to remind someone. Me too. Me I just too. don't think about. It. I'm like, fuck, I gotta save him. Like like <laughs> Battlefield One kind of style, just running with my syringe or whatever. And that's what I like about this multiplayer experience. It's it can turn it on its head, but it's just that co-opness uh, about it. it um, I don't know. Yeah, po- I, I guess yeah, co-op. Um, it, Huge it's a parallels great team, to team the Last of Us mechanics. multiplayer. Yes, definitely. Um, but what it, as you said, what it does better is it's uh, it keeps you alive. You you can never be permanently killed, and that makes things just on a knife edge all yeah, the time. All the time. It's uh, it's a fantastic mode. We've had loads and loads of fun out of it, and on a game that we 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 were all pretty disappointed with the the the, the base game. Um, yeah. uh, and they just keep adding to it. They've got a whole selection of content, like a, a roadmap laid out for this mode specifically. Player numbers are growing, and um, 
it's fantastic and it, it it really stole the show i it it was the first and last thing that sprang to mind for the best multiplayer game of the year yeah me too so yeah there we go uh moving on uh to the best co-op game of the year uh which is the i want two of you to go award um and i could look no further than wild pants for the, it was one of the same yeah. that parallel where uh, you know in the past we've had real loads of fun with like black ops 3 but then for co-op we've ended up with pairs or um whatever but this this year it was a clean sweep for wild pants for me just again based on that ghost war mode um i know you've got a different one and we certainly don't want to say any more about <laughs> wild pants so take it away buddy your uh, your choice for best co-op game of the year destiny it's, 2 yeah it, it had to be the the game that i've played the most with um buddies from my new clan and things uh it's just been delightful and such a good time has had like playing these games doing the raids playing the nightfalls doing the strikes doing all the different activities in there i've always had a blast either it being because like i'm amazed by the different dynamics within destiny 2 like the, the all the different mechanics in the in the raid you know having like the three layers and things like that it's just been loads of fun but then it's quite a relaxing game because like after a while you just get into the swing of things like and you can just chat and have a laugh and that's why it's it's my favorite co-op game because it's it's got it all there like for what I want out of a co-op experience, like if I want to take it super serious, like I can get everyone involved and we'll do the raid, get uh, do the raid with like six people, really trying hard to push it, or you know, I'm just fucking about doing some strike playlists or just goofing about doing some flashpoints, doing the public events and stuff, and we're just having a chat about whatever kids sometimes, who knows, and how shit they are. <laughs> <laughs> But th- th- this is like the essence of a of a co-op game for me. It's it's just it's really it's it's just a great experience with your buddies. It was always going to be for you, wasn't it? With the number of hours that you've put in and and yeah. finding like a a clan, like a proper clan to play with and making new friends from a video game is something yeah, that I don't don't think any of us lot have ever really really had that. Mm. So. Yeah, this was always going to be the Take, one for taking you. Taking the plunge. It was, yeah, totally worth it in my eyes. Really good. Nice, buddy. So, yeah, yeah. there's your uh, best co-op game. Uh, I went for Wild Pants and you went for Destiny 2. Indeed. Uh, next on our list, buddy, best shooter of the year, the Shooty Bang Bang Award. Uh, clean sweep for Destiny 2 here. I, I don't know what else I would have given I know. It. This is what I was thinking. I was like, what other shooters have we played this year? Because we've skipped out on... Uh, Battlefront and COD. So I was like, I just couldn't think. I mean, I, I still would have given it to Destiny 2 because the shooting in that game is fucking amazing. But I just, I don't know. I don't know what. I was racking my brains. I, I thought Dishonored might sneak in there, but that was 2016, right at the end yeah. of the year. Um, yeah, I mean, we did Battlefront. Obviously, fuck that shit. World War Two, no. no, like there's just nothing else going on. Um, and Destiny Two shooting is fantastic. The gameplay what, in Destiny Two is just—it's fucking. It's I don't glorious. know how they've done it. It's fantastic. Like, um, and the weapons sound so good. Still, <laughs> they're like their whole like sound design team is just. 
I, I don't know, but they need some fucking award for just being so good. It's it's exceptionally brilliant to play mm. that game, regardless of what you think about everything else about it. Yeah, the the moment to moment shooting, jumping, running, oh, cracking um, them headshots and things. It's, it's just, oh. satisfying as fuck, and yeah. uh, feels great, sounds great, uh, and yeah, it's comfortably comfortably the best shooter of the year. No yeah. problem whatsoever. Gibbons, buddy. I mean, I haven't got to say anything else about it. there we are uh so yeah there you go that's your co-op game uh your shooter of the year uh big big old awards for for destiny there obviously um surprise of the year buddy surprise surprise the golden silla the golden silla god rest her soul Uh, (laughs) yeah and what have you gone for here buddy i've gone for persona 5 uh this year because this was not a game that was not on my radar whatsoever. I knew there was hype about it, and you were like, fucking, we do a gaming podcast. We have to play this JRPG. I'm I like, did say that. Do we yeah. have to? Do we? Oh, I, just, and I don't feel like, you know, I'm not... Oh, all right, then, fine. I didn't take much persuading, to be honest, buddy, to buy new games. You know me. It's uh, kind of our thing to just How buy else are you going to win the game? Exactly. I mean, yeah. the game of buying the game of buying games. I love winning that game. So yeah, Persona Five is my surprise of this year because shit, I I pumped a good few hours into this game. I think I was on a. I mean, I, I'm not talking like masses like this game deserves, but I, I put a good like twenty five, thirty hours into it, and I was incredibly surprised on how how much I enjoyed it from. The whole social uh, social aspect of you know leveling up like your buddies so they get like better like attacks and things like that and leveling up their oh fuck what are they called uh, souls or something like ah oh, man that's really annoyed me now I can't remember what they're called <laughs> personas <laughs> fuck me it's in the there name it is. yeah it's in the name perso- yeah there you go mate classic um. Uh, to to the actual, you know, um, when you get into the um, castles or whatever they are, they're called, uh, and you have to like stealth about and sneak attack on things, uh, and then uh, the combat, which is like the turn-based thing, straight out of Pokemon, love it. I'm in, you know. It was just a big surprise for me that this game kind of got its hooked into me so much. Yeah, and and uh, frustrating from my point of view that. Uh, I I basically forced you into buying that game, and I <laughs> and then, I fell away with it. I fell away from it after about four or five hours, yeah, and never went back. Um, it's, it's always the issue, isn't it? I like, should it's always going back to it. But I mean, look at look at The Witcher now, buddy. For you, you've gone back to it, and fuck well, me. This is the thing. Like I played I played The Witcher just enough to to know it was the best game of, yes. of the year, but, but now but not enough to properly get into it, and now. Uh, we were having a very lengthy conversation, uh, me and the missus, the other day about whether it, it might be the best game we've ever played. Ever played, ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, I just, it's just, it does everything um, so well. It's just a fantastic thing, and with a little bit of luck, maybe Persona could be that for me in the next year. You know, maybe next year I, I go back to it. Um, I've, I was enjoying the bit that I was playing, but it just clearly wasn't doing enough or i wasn't mm. making enough of an effort to stay with it despite it being very different from what i was used to yeah um all the noises that i made before we bought it saying you know 
going to get into this, going to give it a go. And I did get, I did give it a go, but I, I, it just, it didn't do it for me. Um, and n- I never went back and, and it's been, you know, nine months or something. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, it's, it's one it, of them things, but it joins it? the graveyard of, of games that I, I played like, you know, cause I never, I never play a game for an hour and turn it off. Like no. I always, I always wow. play anything we've bought. I, I Last get, Guardian, I'll, maybe. I'll pump three hours in. <laughs> You know, before yeah. I before I toss it asunder, but um, yeah, this one didn't do it. Hopefully, it will because I, I know it's very good and I know how much you enjoyed it. So uh, maybe next year, buddy, but not for me this time round. Yeah, buddy. Now, so what's your surprise of this year? Um, it's it's Project Cars two for me, uh, and uh, it's not that I wasn't expecting to enjoy this game uh, because, of course, I was expecting to enjoy it. I, I love racing games and. Uh, the first game we really enjoyed Project Cars. We had a great time with it. Indeed, we uh, did. it was a bit rough around the edges, but uh, it was very satisfying to play. What I didn't expect from Project Cars Two was the leap that it's taken forward by by such a distance. This game is exceptionally good. Uh, it's it's comfortably the best racing game um, on the console, and it's. Uh, the the most incredible thing you can say about it is from us if you listen to us and you know how much we play these racing games on game nights it has destroyed f1 like we're not playing f1 well i Couldn't haven't fired up f1, fuck about f1 for, right for now, like mate. six weeks no because i, I, I don't want to I'm they have ha- completely overhauled the handling model on project cars 2 they've chucked five times the number of cars at it you've got a huge array of circuits different configurations on top of that you've got like i think it's eight or nine go-karting circuits with (laughs) go-karts you've got you've got at least 15 configurations of of rally cross circuits as well which feels completely different It, it really is it was called project cars quite arrogantly the first time they released it this sort of smorgasbord of like uh, open wheelers go-karts rally cross like dirt and road and the nurburgring and formula one tracks and so on and it, this time round, it does it it, feel, it feels like several different games and it's not a jack of all trades master of none it, it is the best gt3 racing uh, that i have ever experienced it's the best rallycross racing. It's better than dirt at rallycross, and it's not a fucking. <laughs> it's not a dirt game, you know. It's it, it's a fantastic game, and um, it surprised me how how much better it was than the first one. I actually went back and played the first one a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it was night and day, absolutely night and day. You just can't go back because the handling is just incredible on Project Cars Two. Yeah. Um, and the power through the feedback, the career's better. There's so many more options. Uh, it's got this whole online community mode as well, where you can invite like up to thirty people in and run tournaments throughout the year at set times in set weather conditions. You can you can tailor the weather to the the time of the year and the race starts, the amount of light and dark. It's 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 brilliant if you don't mind me spending 20 minutes setting up a lobby every game night <laughs> the the options on show are just spectacular and yeah. uh yeah it's it's something isn't it buddy it really is it, it really is and this was a close second uh to persona 5 of going in this slot for me because i didn't expect this game to be anywhere near this good 
and especially with the the variety of driving styles like fuck me i love rally cross in this game i'm shit at it but god it's exciting <laughs> we're getting it's, better at it though aren't we, we are getting better yeah but it's it is a fantastic fantastic racing game this i cannot deny that it's got everything mm, it's a beautiful definitely. thing and uh with they they've come on leaps and bounds with the controller support as well. That was one of the big gripes of the first game, to the point where this is very playable now on a, on a DualShock. Um, but obviously, it's elevated hugely with our wheels. Um, Indeed, it is much much better. It's uh, <laughs> is something, uh, and without without sort of spoiling things going forward, um, it's. Yeah, it's just the best racing game of the year, absolutely. And, and we and haven't got that as a, as a thing, mate. You can't that's just true. say that. I didn't as, spoil anything. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, we, well, we haven't got <laughs> best racing game award. You can't give that away. That's not a thing. Uh, okay, yeah, I take it back. That. I retract my previous statement there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on to this one. <clears throat> and I really like where you've gone with this, by the way. Um, <laughs> very special indeed. Well, uh, this is we the, cannot forget. This is the disappointment of the year, um, aka the shit waffle of the year. Um, and I have—I'll get mine out of the way very briefly because I haven't got loads to say on it. Uh, mine is prey because. I was really looking forward to Prey, uh, and then it came out and it had all of these issues with bugs and so on, so we held off, held off, held off. Finally picked it up a few weeks ago in time to try it out and play it through before this show was recorded, uh, and it's just disappointed me on every level. I just... Uh, it's I'm not enjoying it, and there's a myriad of reasons why. Um, and maybe I'll get to the end of it and I'll feel like I've had a good time and I'll be satisfied... Yeah. But from from the the dodgy launch, from the 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 demo they put out that was fucked, that they just left out like on display, uh, interestingly sort of bland and awkward animation, uh, enemies that aren't really fun to kill but are certainly annoying to fight, um, <laughs> and and a series of different bugs and other issues as well. Um, based on the fact that I was a huge fan of the first game, we both loved it and played it all the way through, um, makes this my disappointment of the year, the shit waffle. Uh, what about you, buddy? Well, my disappointment of the year, buddy, would be Ghost Recon Wildlands. <laughs> that will happen. I cannot forget how disappointed I was when we first played that game. Uh, to the point where, you know, you turned all audio, all voices <laughs> off in that game. I still got that off, so I don't hear any of the little lines in Ghost War The one-liners or anything. It Nothing. Was, it was just... It wasn't great. The the whole co-op experience in, in the campaign, just, it didn't have me gripped or anything. Like, the up uh, upgrade system was mental dumb there was the storyline if you can call it that was just <sighs> terrible cringing like <sighs> awful script terribly acted just uninteresting unintelligible dialogue fucking <laughs> awful awful <laughs> characters uh, the vehicles I hate- were 
awful, so bad to the point that they changed the flying <laughs> controls like after so many months because they were like, yeah, it, it wasn't working. I, is it, they did that, didn't they? They changed. They did. They changed yeah. it completely. The helicopter yeah. suddenly I mean, controlled like, um, like oh, GTA sticking Five, with, buddy. Yeah, Fed yeah. is sticking with it and you know supporting their IP or whatever. But man, was I disappointed with this game when it came out? Because on We're, paper, like uh, uh, we, it was it was tempered our expectations from the fact that Ubisoft had fucked it so many years in a row. But mm. the, on on paper, this sounded like our dream game. Ah. Uh, Mate, Didn't it? Fucking like the open world with your friends. Open like, world co-op, fucking taking down the biz. You know, yeah. that's what we're all about. But just no, <laughs> just no. no. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, to be honest, I think I'd like to have another go at like the campaign at some point to see where it is now or what's going on now. I mean, if we had a stage. Anything. Where we kind of picked it up again, and, and it was rolling. We were like, oh, okay, yeah, the, we're, we're going with this again. And then, just nah, it died off again, because I think loads of racing games came out or something like that. I don't know. I think you might be right about that. Or yeah. Destiny came out. I don't know. One of the <laughs> yeah. two. Or both. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it was just such a disappointment, this game, for me. Uh, which is a shame. Even though it got best multiplayer. But, you know, that's very That's got to be a first. Year. I mean, yeah. I mean... I, I'm just telling the truth, mate. I can't. It's true. It no, is what you're it absolutely is. Like, right. It's, it's, it's very rare. The multiplayer rest. in that game is fantastic, and I love it. I love it. You know, I, I want to play it right now, to be honest. You know, but that just no. The main mode in it, the main game. What, is what when it bad. came out for the first six months of that game being out, just no bad. Yeah, given. There you go. Mm, That's yeah. probably the first and probably the last time we'll have a game that wins a best <laughs> award and a worst award. It's pretty special. But there we yeah. are. And absolutely justified and warranted. Yeah. Fair play to you, buddy. Yeah, mate. All right. Mm. Uh, next award. Next award, the most innovative game. The My Brain Hurts Award. Um, we've kind of taken different tags here, but then I suppose yeah. we haven't really because... Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, it's changed everything. So, uh, <laughs> you've gone for PUBG. I've gone, even though I haven't played it, this game has changed multiplayer, online multiplayer shooters. You know, it's been a massive storm, obviously, this year. Um, just introducing uh, th- that game mode, I-, I feel like that is innovative gaming. Uh, it is, and and you can tell that it is by the fact that everyone's clamouring to chuck that mode in their games. You know, exactly. Everyone's trying to copycat straight away. Um, is it weird that this game mode's never really been a commercial success before? Is it weird that no one's ever done this, considering how old that movie is and what an obvious I, I kind? Ju- of- I just don't know. I don't know, buddy, why this this one's just picked it. Like it just fucking went mental, really, didn't it? Um, it's the biggest game on earth it has been for most of the year. Yeah. Um and I don't know because I haven't played it. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Because uh, I mean I could try and play it on PC but I mean like like we said about Wildlands we we like to team up and uh tear down the biz. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. and you, you know, can't do that on PC when you're no. playing it on your own. Indeed. No. It'll be very very interesting uh to look back on this next year. Mm. Uh, 
at which point I would imagine this game will be out on PlayStation and we probably will have more it. More than likely. Yeah. Uh, more than so it'd likely. be very interesting to see where, whether it features in our top 10 list next year. Yeah, um, that's true because obviously, yeah, it'll be eligible for us. Yeah, and we're hoping that the, all of the teething problems they're having with the Xbox, they'll iron all that out before yeah. they port it to the PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> but, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure it'll get there. So yeah, yeah Pubka for you. For me, yeah. it is it is Pyre. Oh, good choice. Is is a fantastic game. Uh, again, a, a game that I'm. I think I'm only. Well, I, I think I'm sort of six or seven hours into a sort of ten hour campaign there. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously got this mo- multiplayer mode, and that's one of the main reasons why I'm I'm throwing it in the ring, really, um, because they essentially have invented a sport. Yeah, I know, and, right? And that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, what can I put in it? And Pyre was my... Out of the list of games that we played, Pyre was going to be the one that I was going to put in there. Just because, like you say, they invented a new sport, in a way. Yeah, they've know. really gone for it. And uh, and also how how different it is to their previous mm. games. Yeah. Um, it's, it's incredibly cool. But the, the whole thing, really, like the way that it starts off, the the character that you play and the way that the other characters speak to you, uh, the script's very interesting, and a lot of it's kind of like a comic book. But then you've yeah. got these set pieces with your characters and you've got skill trees and, and, and uh, like a sort of 3v3 basketball situation. Uh, it's I all like- beautifully done and... Uh, yeah, incredibly innovative. It's. Uh, I like that after every game, you you have a choice of like what you want to develop as well. Say like you you want to train as a team, or you want to just focus on an individual to make their stats better. You know, giving you those um, extra options on how you want to progress your team coming up for the next match and things like that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I really need to look into whether there's. I, I obviously I follow no clip and uh, and. Mm follow those documentaries i'd love to know more about the the development arc for pyre like how this happened yeah i'd love to just sit down with them for an hour and just be like how did you get here like (laughs) yeah exactly it's just such a strange thing yeah but um it's a fantastic game you can pick it up for peanuts at this point buddies and i would highly recommend that you do so uh it's a, a great it's a great time uh, and really fun to pick up and and also ticks boxes in various different genres so yeah it's just remember cool. there's a lot of reading which is the main reason i struggled with that game being there, there's a, a hell of a lot of, of dialogue reading. when you're not playing this, this sort of sporty kind of mode then you yes. are just reading dialogue reading. and picking yeah. options um and that slowed me down a lot it is a little slow going but um yeah very very good game very cool uh, next award, buddy, the prettiest game, the Look at the Shiny Shiny Award. Uh, and there was only ever going to be one winner here, I think that's yeah. safe to say. Yeah. Yeah, it was always going to be Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, that game is is thoroughly beautiful. Um, absolutely and, gorgeous. Uh, I just don't know how it looks that good on this console and just keeps that frame rate. It's amazing, it's just, isn't it? Just, it's just like hitting absolutely that. Absolutely incredible. It, it's it's a beautiful game. And I have to say, of all these hours that I've plowed into The Witcher, uh, and I know that that is, I suppose, a bigger game, although the way that the game loads between areas suggests to me that it's probably not taxing the system any harder. The, the art style is massively different between those two games, 
but Horizon is beautiful and yes. colourful and gorgeous. Uh, and it, it never falls over the way The Witcher does. When you enter a city uh, on The Witcher, you know, you will get frame drops. You will get huge amounts of tearing. Never on Horizon. Uh, all this foliage and fauna that it renders. Yeah. Um, and the the way that they've designed and implemented all of the robots, the sort of sense of scale of that game, it, it's just insane. Uh, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And and uh, you you played this in 4K on a Pro this year, didn't you? So yeah, God, that remind good. us of that one, buddy, because uh, I really enjoyed hearing about oh, that. Oh, just Jesus Christ! I was just like, what is this? And was it overall just- sort of? definition on the screen or just I, I was just like this is just gorgeous it was just like the colors and everything just sharp as fuck just wow it's built for I mean, hdr that game isn't it yeah in terms definitely. of the color palettes and the, the lighting engine it's just it's just so well done and um they're like i've seen like quite a lot of like uh because they added the camera mode thing or photo mode in into that yeah, game i believe yeah. And uh, on Reddit, like, there, there's always, like, people, like, posting pictures and, and GIFs of that game. And one thing, like, uh, the environment, like, uh, when uh, some of the dinosaurs are, like, smashing into trees and stuff like that, seeing, like, the trees hit other trees and things like that, it just looks so natural, the way it was doing it. And one of the other things was, like, with the new expansion, with all the snow, <coughs> there's... um there's some gifts of like Aloy like rolling around in the snow and it, it, like the compression and stuff like the indents in the snow just look absolutely amazing. I was just like that that shouldn't be in a game that is running on a PS4. That's just that just looks absolutely ridiculous. Like, I couldn't imagine what that game would look like on like a 1080 Ti or something. That's the thing, isn't it? And and I mean, you look at the um, obviously we've seen a fair bit of gameplay from God of War. Uh, and and I think that art style wise, in terms of the sort of color palette and that, I think they've taken a leaf out of their book there. But I just I still haven't seen anything look as as beautiful as Horizon. And that goes for PC games. I was saying it at the time. The art style, the way that that's implemented, carries it so so far to the point where I'm not sure that there's any PC games that look nicer than Horizon Zero Dawn, even though it's obviously on, like, budget basement fucking hardware by PC standards, especially yeah. at this time of the year. Yes. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's the best-looking game on the console, um, and so far nothing's come out to to top it either. Uh, next year's going to be very interesting. And I'm sure, just as a final point, buddy, we will pick that DLC up once it drops a little bit down, in, and it may, maybe it'll go down in the uh, in the winter sales coming up. Possibly, um, possibly. Something I, I'm definitely keeping an eye on, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, looking forward to that one. Uh, moving on, uh, we'll be brief here as well because, uh, as I said, there's a theme, buddies. Uh, the <laughs> best story uh, of 2017, the Agatha Christie Award, uh, clean sweep for Horizon once again. Um, what can you say, man? Like <laughs> fucking robot dinosaurs, mate. <laughs> what more do you fucking want? It's just such a good <laughs> script, though, and it's so superbly acted. Hmm. Um, and as I said, like in this world where nothing should make any sense is utterly ludicrous but the sort of gravitas that you've got with the sort of father figure and the yeah. um the 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 grands that are sort of hate you or looking after you all the side quests are expertly acted and written yeah there was a lot of lore in that game which uh 
I liked a lot. Like, um, there, there, there was history within the game. You know, you were learning about previous or how the machines came to power and things like that whilst playing the game, and that just cemented this for my my favorite story or best story for this year. Yeah, and, and t- total night and day from something like Tomb Raider as well in the past. There's, there was fuck all exposition in Horizon. It's all really nicely put together uh, in a way that makes sense and in a way that is kind of tugging you along rather than just spelling it out saying, oh, blah, 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 and you don't learn Russian off of a fucking stone or something either. It, it, makes, <laughs> it makes sense. Um, and the, 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 the character arc of Aloy coming from this... I have no idea about technology. I don't understand anything to a situation where she was like an almighty, all powerful kind of being um, who has a real sort of run of the world and understands everything was entirely like believable and gradual and uh, interesting and kind of awe inspiring as well. So yeah, best characters, best script, best acting, best story, bit of a theme, pretty special. Uh, next, buddy, as we wind down the end here, we've got uh, the game you wish that you'd played in 2017, the Not Enough Hours in the Day Award. What are you going for here, B? Going for Pugba, buddy. Just wish I'd played that game this year. Yeah, and, and you Seriously. could have played it on PC, couldn't you? But as you yeah, said before, like... Uh, but it says in the title, I wish there was more hours in the day. I mean, I could have just not played Destiny, but I mean, why would I do that? Yeah, you made your, you made your choice there, um, and that's fair enough. Uh, for me, uh, Assassin's Creed, because uh, I know that there's some loot box controversy there, but obviously I wouldn't I wouldn't be buying into any of that bullshit, buddies. Uh, I'd just play the game, and I've heard it's a very good game. Uh, I've heard it's the best Assassin's Creed possibly ever, uh, mainly because it's not like Assassin's Creed, uh, which really does sound good from my standpoint as someone who's never been a fan of Assassin's Creed games. Black Flag was the one that I really enjoyed. Uh, but mm. this one <laughs> looks great. I, I really like the look of it. Um, wasn't willing to part with the cash full price. And with the Witcher um, resurgence, I probably wouldn't have got to it anyway. Um, but I do wish that I'd played it this year because I, I reckon it would have snuck onto my list had I done that. And um, I, I'm, I'm certain we will pick that up when it drops into the sales next year. I think so. I always have that feeling that I should play Assassin's Creed games. I don't know why. So I should just play one because it's part of my gaming history over the past 10 years or so, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, Assassin's Creed fatigue kicked in big time. And um, Black Flag, like you said, big big boost and then oh mate loads of issues but yeah this one does look like it's worth a punt at some yeah uh, people saying the reason it's so good is because it's not like the others um i mean that sounds good to me they've taken that year off and spent it well by the looks of things something that you couldn't possibly say about need for speed but um there we are Twice, yeah, twice. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that's the one that we wish we'd played. Um, Indeed. Uh, and finally, um, well, I say finally, we've got a little extra at the end, but yeah, uh, most <laughs> most anticipated game of 2018. The game you want, but will probably be shit, 
um, in 2018 award. Um, we've got a collection here. I can certainly yes. pick a number one, but let's just go through our little list first, buddy. Um, my my main one that I'm worried about next year is Red Dead 2. That's the big one, isn't it? And, that uh, is going to be just... I don't know. I have a feeling that Rockstar are going to fucking milk that Red Dead teat a little bit too much. You're worried about the way... I mean, because the, the new heists that have come out on GTA Five. Yeah. Like the, the sort of currency money. requirements yeah, man. to even Seriously, play it. What the fuck? They are they are essentially completely paywalling that. Yeah, of course they are. Because the amount that you'd have to play it to, to have... But they've never put any paid-for DLC out. I mean, if, does that counterbalance it? Everything's sp- been free? I suppose... I just, it's one of them tricky situations, isn't it? Because, you, you know, they're, they're not selling you a season pass or anything, but they're giving you fucking loads of content. I mean, if you bought, like, 30 quid's worth of money a year or whatever season passes, I mean, would that be enough for you to enjoy that game that much more, I guess? I would imagine so. And would you prefer to have the option to pick and choose the content you want to spend your money on rather than buying a season pass where you're going to get some fucking turds. You're going to get some stuff you're not interested in coming out over the course of that season pass. So it's an interesting one. uh, Yeah, it's very interesting, but yeah, I'm very worried about this game. Single player is going to be fucking amazing, no question, but it's that online aspect where, you know, it's they're going to milk it out. And then the question is, are we going to have to wait like another... How many years has it been now? Like four, five years until they release another game? Like, I'm talking about GTA 6, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So it's going to be like a 10 year gap between GTA 5 and 6. It could be. I know well they've be. released that on multiple platforms over the, the, the so many years or whatever, but still, you know. I don't know. Don't know, mate. Tricky one. That's why I'm a little bit worried about Red Dead. Fair play, buddy. You've also got uh, God of War down here. Yeah, I just don't know. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to playing that. From what I've seen, it looks fucking awesome. But then again, it could be absolute ball bags. It's going to be a bit difficult for us, I think, because it's it's a hack and slasher we're not really used to. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been dressed up as a sort of uh, more thoughtful kind of Tomb Raider stroke, Last of Us type sort of style. But But those games have always been a hack and slash game. Yeah, exactly. So that'll be interesting. Uh, You've also got Far Cry 5 down there, buddy. Yeah, don't know about that game. I mean, they've delayed it so many times, and now obviously they're squeezing it into the end of the fiscal year. So, is this going to be classic Ubisoft where it comes out completely broken and then they fix it over the next couple of years to make it better? Who knows? <laughs> it's their new thing. It's what they do. I it's mean, what they do. We got to praise them for supporting their games, but why don't they make the game good when it comes out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just an that, idea. That would be helpful. Who'd have thought it? You know, yeah. release a game that's good. That would on be nice. Release. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair point. Um, you've this also got is a- my other real big one that yeah. I'm worried about because of is- obviously EA are a bunch of cunts, mate. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and the only thing that you can really say that may stop this from being an overwhelming shit show is that it's Bioware 
Um, I know. Proper mainline Bioware, and therefore, do they have a bit more clout? I don't know. Probably not. But they, yeah, the game Anthem, mate. Looter shooter. Fucking looks well cool. Flying about in your little space boots and stuff. <laughs> Co-op experience. Sign me up. It does look nice. Unfortunately, they did advertise it with one of those terribly voiced, pretend <sighs> voice chat trailers the at voice E3. Chat. That's how like I'm going to get my new headset. Well, to be honest, probably... <laughs> well, definitely by now. Not probably. There's, I know it's sitting behind me on the table. I mean, we're recording this pre-Christmas, but, you know, it got delivered today. I know I've got my new headset. Probably be wearing it next time I do a podcast. You can but brush up on I... your West Coast accent, buddy. Exactly. And, then, uh... Uh, and that's what I'll be doing. I'll be talking like that with me, with me, Mike, and when I press the, the mute button on the mic, a little red light appears <laughs> on the microphone. <laughs> there you go. So I know that I'm muted. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, just worrying, mate, isn't it? Really, Microtransaction Central next year. Hopefully not, but who knows? I mean, single player is the way forward. I think. Yeah. Because they definitely. can't, they can't fuck you that way. Wow. You say that. But what was the game? Shadow, whatever, Mordor. Shadow of War. Shadow of War. They That's gave true. It a good go, buddy. Yeah, they had a go. Yeah, that's mate. kind of uh, what started all this, isn't it? The um, mm, controversy. I mean, this yeah, year. Yeah, little bit. Star Wars really hit it home, though. Gibbons. Uh, the other mm. one you've got is Far Cry Five. We've done Far Cry Five. Oh my bad, my bad. I read, I read backwards for some reason. You tried, not... tried going backwards in time. I, I mean, we can there. talk about it. I mean, it's Ubisoft again. I mean, how about trying to release a game that's not broken? <laughs> Hang on, I'm getting a sense of deja vu there, buddy. One yeah, second, maybe, Just... maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that yeah. one as well, um, Gibbons. buddy. you've got a couple that we haven't spoken about though. Um, what's your first one on your list? Uh, my number one and the um, my most anticipated game. Not of 2018, not of any specific time, just ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, is Cyberpunk 2077, which is the next game from CD Projekt Red. Yes, um, think The Witcher meets Blade Runner. Uh, that sounds and cool. I just don't know why you'd ever need anything else in your life. There you go. Fill your boots. Um, Has it got a loot system? It will have everything that you could possibly ask for. Um, is it going to be co-op? I don't. I don't know. Why? I don't know. Okay. I'm pretty I'll sure they they were at least talking about the prospect of having some sort of multiplayer. Um, but I don't know exactly what that would be. Uh, and I wouldn't care if it didn't, because the world that they've built in The Witcher, uh, I just want more. Of whatever they do, I just want more. I haven't really felt like that about any developer since probably Valve in the 90s, Half-Life, Half-Life 2. Um, th- this is the only one that matters to me. If all other games were cancelled next year, provided this one was released, I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> nice. So there you go. I like it. Um, Red Dead, of course. Uh, I, I've, yeah. I, I, I really fancy the look of that. Uh, Anthem, although the same apprehensions that you do. Uh, and then the other big one, The Last of Us 2. Uh, and if you look mm. at that list, that list of four games there, um, that that looks pretty fucking tasty as years ago That's a ago good year of games. Me. I'll be happy yeah. with those four. Indeed, indeed. Mm. Um, certainly already looking stronger than this year's offering. Oh, dang. I think it's safe to say. 
Mm. I've just got um, a little reminder of last year's most anticipated game. So the games that came out this year. Uh, for me, it was uh, South Park, the fractured uh, butthole. Obviously, that was a fucking shit show, and we never bought that game because yep. they were a bunch of cunts. Uh, Destiny 2 actually came out. Um, I think that's been in the past two Game of the Years. Um, but yeah, it finally <laughs> came out, and yay, it, dis- oh, it didn't disappoint me anyway. And uh, I had Red Dead Redemption 2 in there as well, and that game didn't come out. Nope. Uh, but yeah. we did. I, I do remember us saying we didn't think it would come out as well. That's but, true. Um, but yeah, I had that as well, and I had The Last of Us Two as well. So um, I'm not sure that was even confirmed as a, as a release. I can't remember to be honest. I don't think it was. No, um, maybe not. But you suspected they were going to make it anyway. But yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, it's it, it's really The Witcher has changed everything for me this year, and and now I'm just on the Project Red bandwagon. There we go. <laughs> nice. Uh, you've also added a little caveat at the bottom here, buddy. <laughs> I quite like. Yeah. Um, this is uh, Ash's new section for the 2017 Game of the Year show, which is games we didn't play because fuck those guys. Yeah. Um, do you want to read these off, buddy? Yeah, go on then. Obviously, uh, like I just said, South Park, the fractured butthole. Fuck those yep. guys. Call of Duty World War Two. Fuck those guys. Star Wars Battlefront 2, fuck those guys. Fuck those yeah. guys. Assassin's Creed Origins, fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah. Uh, Need for Speed Payback, fuck those guys. <laughs> Player Unknown's Battleground, fuck those guys. And uh, finally, any Nintendo games, fuck those guys. They I actually played Star Fox 2 this year, so... Uh, <sighs> Just saying, pound sign. I mean, might be in your top ten then. We haven't done our top Could tens be. yet, mate. We I haven't mean, got there yet. Could be. We haven't got there yet. Well, yeah. There you go. That's true. Well, there you go. There's some games that we can give a fuck about. Yeah, there's the awards there, then, for, buddies. For multiple reasons. As well. Gibbons, there's the awards. Uh, I think that was fair. I think what you can kind of garner from all of that is that uh, it's, it has felt a little bit like slim pickings this year, uh, at least where new IPs are concerned uh it looked very promising um last year when all of these announcements of new ips at e3 and at the games show and a lot of them were delayed a lot of stuff was pushed uh and as such it's not been a great great year for standout new ips really interesting console exclusives it's it's been a very good year for solid crafting um solid like craft of video games lots of um franchises that didn't disappoint this year um but in terms of innovation and excitement i don't think it's been the best really would you agree with that buddy yeah i I mean we've got a little bit of a discussion about this at the end but yeah i just we bring that forward we bring that forward now and then we'll end on our list okay okay cool um Um, we had a bit of a discussion uh, yeah, so uh, firstly, I just, I'll, I'll just very quickly reel off Funk and PJ's uh, Game of the Year lists because they're very, very short for yeah. the same sort of reasons we've been discussing. Uh, Funk kicks in, he's got a top four, tried to sneak a 2016 game in. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not having that. We're not having um, it, mate. No, so, you can't do that. Uh, his number and it wasn't one was, even late 2016. It was like February. March, like February, <laughs> March 2016. Yeah, no chance, mate. Um, Classic. His number one was Ghost Recon Wild Pants. Um, mm. Number two was Pez because of the leagues, co-op leagues. Yeah, number three, Project Cars 2. And number four, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, nice. 
PJ, meanwhile, has a top three of Ghost Wars, Pez, and F1, which amazingly and probably likely being basically the only three games PJ has played this year anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's, he's found it tricky getting on on a regular basis uh, although he's had a, he's had a good struggling. run in december hasn't he buddy like yeah he's been doing he's plowing those hours into ghost wars mate he loves it yeah um play game of the year so pj says um that's been it for me i would have been interested in stuff like horizon but i have no time to play that stuff so it is out otherwise not sure it has been a strong year for new games fortnite could have been great but wasn't bit of a disappointment really um funk chips in uh Seems like Horizon was the only thing up to snuff. Everything else is just DLC. We have mm. a nice little stable of games for game night, and that's the main thing for me. If we didn't have wheels, it would have been ball bag. Um, PJ kicks in, same. Uh, that's how I maximize enjoyment during my limited ga- game time. Wheel makes a massive difference, and I enjoyed F1 on Trolls before I knew better. And Funk says, I like Horizon, but it's not drawn me in like The Witcher. Not sure why. So there we yeah, are. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and just off of that, like, uh, when he was trying to sneak in his uh, 2016, uh, that's where he came up with the comment of the DLC. And um, uh, what he said... Uh, like, all all franchises, annual franchises are essentially fucking DLC anyway, is what he was yeah. saying. Like, uh, they, just because they sell it to you on a disc. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I came back with with a comment of, uh, yeah, to be, uh, to be honest, I think you've got a great point there. Uh, about uh, the releases of this year just generally poor there's not a lot going just not very exciting no lots of franchises going over again and again and like you said it's everything's just dlc in a way i think we made some mistakes this year mainly in not picking up enough smaller games because there have been lots and lots of very interesting indie titles this year that Mm we have not picked up and we have not got around to obviously we've got limited funds and if the chance of playing like a game that we're going to play with our friends on a weekly basis versus yeah. taking a punt a little, on something for 15 yeah, quid exactly. it's always going to struggle there but I, I our think, enjoyment comes first yeah we, we, <laughs> we may well have dug up some gems and it may well have been a little bit of an easier process but um yeah you know we're not a publication we haven't got a budget for these things we're just yeah. a couple of guys and we we buy what we we can buy um, i've got a couple of little games in my top 10 yeah absolutely that, that surprised me this year to be we got a decent spread yeah so i guess uh, i guess we jump into our top 10 lists our, our, our game of the years yes buddy year. absolutely uh we're gonna round things off here with our top 10 lists obviously we've spoken uh in yeah. varied levels of detail about the games on these lists so we'll only really sort of go back into heavy detail on stuff if we haven't spoken about it already in the awards um but yeah uh let's go for it man the game of the year 2017 uh, let's have your list buddy starting with number 10 uh number 10 is the turing test which is a portal ripoff <laughs> yeah but competent and f- quite fun and yeah. quite interesting nice as well. little storyline very clever puzzles once again some were easy you know some were hard it is what it is you know sometimes it just clicks but i just really enjoy my time with this game i love those kind of i love puzzle games i love you know like last year's the witness kind of thing i love drawing lines <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no i love a good puzzle game and and this was a decent 
solid little i think we got it for like 10 quid or something not even that in a sale I think, yeah it was even and cheaper than that i think yeah, uh, it's fantastic little pick me up got me through like a couple of game night oh a couple of nights of gaming really enjoyed my way through it yeah absolutely uh, yeah. i fell away from that unfortunately but uh not before i'd got like 85 percent of the way through i just yeah. i didn't get on with it once they introduced the little roving robots mm. but you know that was more a sort of personal taste thing it's not like they did it badly i just kind yeah. of fell away at that point gibbons number nine i've got the sexy brutal buddy this was a very nice art style like cartoony kind of top-down isometric game uh you are in a mansion and the clock resets every day and it's kind of like a trial and error puzzle game really enjoyed it good little characters just interesting story and some really good puzzles to solve you know it was just a good place to explore and find out what the fuck was going on in this mansion and um I was going to actually spoil the ending then, but so I won't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> I, I think it, I, I, what I will say is it's quite funny that um, you've spent the last like three or four months absolutely hooked over 250 hours into a specific yeah. game. And then it comes to our lists looking back over the course of the year. And the number of times where we've took a punt on something and you've been the one who's invested heavily in it yeah it's weird it's isn't quite it? yeah. telling Very strange, versus my yeah. list i will say yeah. that uh it, number eight buddy pez 2018 uh massive improvements with the fucking co-op leagues this year holy shit <laughs> gibbons well done um pez 2018 mate i mean there's not much much to say about it um, no for I'll, me i'll chip in a little yeah. bit on my one but exactly, yeah, that's, yeah it's it's an, it's an annual franchise isn't it yeah, number seven, buddy. Free-to-play game of the year. Um, Pat and Pending with that title. Uh, Orcs Must Die Unchained, buddy. It's definitely getting a fucking place in my top ten because that game had me hooked for a good couple of months. It was great. I just, I was so disappointed with the way it ended for us. Uh, the... the- we and got to the, the point where either we need to get really good at this game with what we've got or chuck a ton of money at it. I and just, we were I, like, no. I felt like that wasn't the case. I felt like it was only option B. Mm, yeah, I, it, it was more of B. But, you know, I feel like if we, you know, looked at some strats on how to do certain things or whatever, how to, like, really maximize our use of. Um, uh, traps and things like that then <clears throat> i feel like we could have got a, a bit further in that game but still really enjoyed my time with that game surprised the hell out of me it was enough fun. for us to chuck eight quid at it each yeah it's true it was enough for us to spend our first ever like proper microtransactions yeah, on man. a console game definitely yeah fair point buddy Freaking game number six i've got uncharted the lost legacy this was um a nice little add-on, but you know, once again, I love Uncharted games. Big fan. There was no, you know, they, they didn't slack off with this game. They they pushed it further into areas not really unknown, but you know, they, they brought out the um, open area a bit, a bit more. You know, the old uh, kind of go and find some coins and things like that. That was a nice little addition. But overall, just that game in general is just loads of fun with the stealth mechanics but then also 
Not so much the action scenes. I mean, we've spoke about it in the past. They're not my favourite sections. But just overall, a highly polished game and very enjoyable. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, buddy, with everything you said there, frankly. Mm. Spot on. Uh, Number five, Wild Pants. It gets my mid-range because it was disappointing, yet also amazing. So bang (laughs) in the middle of five. Best award and worst award. Bang on. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, Then we've got uh, number four is Persona 5 for all the reasons I've already spoken about. Then uh, number three, we've got Project Cars 2, which was when we decided to go, (laughs) go through the stage of buying three racing games in such a short amount of time. I was like, I'm not sure about this, but fuck me. Project Cars has really pushed itself forwards in the past month or so on me. We've really put the hours in on that uh, on a game night, and it's totally changed my views on that game. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Best racing game I've ever played, hands down. It's, it's, yeah, it's a masterpiece. Um, mm. And, yeah, I, I think it's going to take on a whole new angle when um, in, in the, the new year, once that thing hits a real nice price, I think PJ and uh, a couple of other, other friends will jump in as well. Um, they have we, to, You mate. start getting they a bit of a grid to. together on that game and things yeah. are going to get even more amazing. Oh, it's going to rally cross with, like, five people. Yeah. Mental. It's going to be special. What that? I mean, that's just silly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <sighs> So, buddy, we've come to the one-two position. This was a fucking tough one for me. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it obviously was. obviously, there's one game that I've played way, way too much. And I love that game so much. So, in second place is Destiny 2. Ooh! I know, right? It didn't get there because Bungie and Activision are just a bunch of cunts, mate. This game is fucking brilliant. I love this game. I could spend so... Well, I already have fucking spent 10 days playing this game. Uh, and I want to spend another 10, uh, 10 days playing this game. I, for some reason, I just really enjoy it. I've got a great community of guys now that I like. Uh, I talk to them on a daily basis on Discord. I have a good laugh with them. We're doing all the raids, doing the nightfalls, doing... Uh, every day, like, every time I log on, there's someone to play with. It's fucking awesome. I think without that kind of support group, I would nowhere near have got that far in this game. Also, that those guys got me through two of the raids from Destiny 1. I mean, how fucking awesome... Well, for me, that's fucking awesome. That's, that, that's dedication, you know? isn't it? That's really nice. Yeah, like, exactly. Very cool. Really, really cool. Um, the game itself... I mean, I've, I've spoken about this game way too much on this podcast, but I feel like it deserves it. The, the gameplay, the audio, the visual, everything about it, even... The story is not great, but the law behind it, you know, obviously I'm I'm into this game, so I've looked into all the law behind it and like it is fucking thick with all these different various characters, but that's why it's at number two. All that shit should be in the game. There shouldn't be stuff behind a paywall. Fucking clown shoes. Yeah, give it anyway. Preach. There's only one spot left, buddy, and that is Horizon Zero Dawn for me this year. It was the best game of this year simply uh it was a fresh new ip from the the guys from guerrilla games the guys that have made Killzone. i mean they they're known for making these first person shooters set in 
like the future or wherever it is. I'd never finished one of them because <laughs> I, they weren't that great. If and someone then fuck me. If someone gave you like if someone had said to you at the start of 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 the year like with no like knowledge of upcoming releases one game is going to one brand new game like a new IP this year is going to be like a shining beacon it's going to like end up being your game of the year here is a list of 20 different developers Guerrilla yeah. Games is on there. Games what are the odds the that you would have picked would Guerrilla? Yeah. I know, and that's the thing. <laughs> and that's why I think, like, fucking hats off to them. You deserve this because, you know, out of out of nowhere, like, you, you've never made this type of game. And they've absolutely fucking smashed it, mate. They, they've made, like, the... Uh, the pff, fucking... The word for trying a, to attack someone. The fighting mechanics. There you go. They're fantastic. Like you, you can stealth it. You can go balls deep. You can set mines. You got all kinds of things. You, you can disable. Uh, you, you can unattach weapons from the the enemies, and you know use them against them. It's there's a there's a hell of a lot in this game. And then you know we, we've spoken about the visuals, the story already, but there, there's so much more to that game, and that is why it is my number one, buddy. Gibbons can't argue, uh, and I'll have more to say about it as well, buddy. But uh, Gibbons, buddy, obviously. A really... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> luckily I went first, so I got to say all the really good points. So that now is you're fair. Right. It's fair yeah, play. You should... <laughs> but yeah, fucking Uncharted, mate. Game of the year for me, 2017. <laughs> Uncharted. <laughs> Uncharted Horizon, the other one. That PlayStation exclusive, whatever. That's the one. Yeah, something like that, isn't it? It's a cool list. Oh, uh, it's got some real diversity to it. You've got a, a sports game, a racing game, uh, a shooter, JRPG, a third person, a JRPG, shooters, a tactical game. game, a free-to-play game, a yeah. isometric puzzle game, a, a first-person portless game. Like Genuinely, none of the games on your list are similar to each other. It's a real decent Man. spread. Um, uh, very cool, very cool, and uh, and ballsy as well. Picking Horizon over Destiny, despite the hours that you've put in. Um, uh, I, I just feel like it, it had to be done, buddy. Yeah, I really respect that. Um, fair play to you, buddy, and cool list. Mm. Thanks, buddy. So, uh, hit me with your top ten. Are you going to start at number ten? I'm guessing, not number one. I'm going to start number 10 to uh, <laughs> raise suspense there, buddy. Uh, number 10 Ooh. for me is Orcs Must Die Unchained. Um, and as I said to you, uh, we, yeah, we pumped like 35, 40 hours in and had a fucking ball. But then we hit that paywall. And yeah. uh, the, the problem that I had was that it, it didn't feel like you could keep playing Um Without spending progress. money, oh yeah. yeah, it didn't feel like that to me. I thought we would we we proved by basically like getting like gold medals on every level that we yeah, we had we, were, we had we the appropriate enough. skills that we should have been able to continue progression. But it put us in a situation where I I feel we would have had to have spent twenty five thirty five pounds on yeah. on currency to rank up our cards to the level that we were able to continue playing and for that yeah. it lost it lost all of the good grace lots of lots uh, a lot of places yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. but you can't argue with the fact that orcs must die as a as a tower defense game as a concept is 
awesome. It's got yeah, great lore. Seriously. It's got great traps. Uh, it's incredibly satisfying and fantastic co-op. Um, yeah, great co-op as well. And, yeah. and for all those reasons, it sneaks onto my list in number 10. And I suspect Checks it wouldn't it. have made it on there in another year. But here we yeah. are. <laughs> I know. There you go. At number nine for me, buddy, is Destiny 2. Oh, it's a low one. It's a low. It's, it's a low one, but it's on there. Uh, I, I, uh, you know what I think about this game. I think that um, the shooting and the mechanics uh, and all of that are fantastic. Uh, but my disappointment of Destiny Two started with the thirty frames and ended with uh, what I perceived to be a very weak story and not enough repeatable content for me to stay interested. Um, yep. perhaps if I jumped in with you from the start with your dads and made some friends on there so that it became almost like going to play snooker rather than playing a video game then <laughs> things would have been very different for me you've just made it sound so yeah no, thanks, it's true buddy. though isn't it like it's like a, no, almost yeah, yeah. like a like yeah, a, um, a social thing a pastime rather than a game that has to like fucking exponentially engage you all the time uh, yeah I, totally you got there with it in that fashion it didn't do the same thing for me to the point where I, I almost kind of resent it for it it wants to be a game <laughs> that I want to put 200 hours into and I but absolutely just, don't no, got it yeah, yeah. so yeah uh, I can't speak to your experiences what I can say from my perspective is it gave me a good 30 hours enjoyment and then I fucked off um, and f- from a shooting a gun perspective, no- nothing does it better than this game. Um, and for those reasons, it makes it onto my list in at number nine. Nice. Number eight for me, buddy, Gran Turismo Sport, um, which I was surprised I didn't have this higher because I've actually had masses of enjoyment out of this game. Um, I've played it loads and had a really good time doing so. The problem that I have is there's a game out this year, buddy. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Project Cars 2. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's it's rather fucking good, that game. Mm. Um, now, if that hadn't come out this year and this was our only offering outside of the F1 game, I suspect it may have placed a little higher. But yeah. it it did a very good job of being uh, an engaging, compelling game. It didn't do such a good job of feeling like driving a car. And that is quite integral when... When driving a car. When playing a game with, whose tagline is literally the real driving simulator. <laughs> it's the real driving simulator. Yeah, it's the real one. Yeah. Uh, it's an issue. Yeah. It's an issue for me. Uh, what I will say about it is... Uh, F1 does not feature on my list this year. Ooh. Um and GT Sport is the reason why it's not on there because I thought oh, it was yeah. interesting and fresh and different uh at, that coupled with a, a very clever uh multiplayer system that tries its damnedest to be fair and actually give you engaging racing uh has literally wiped F1 off despite the fact that that is a great game, that F1 game. It does not yeah. sneak onto my list, and GT Sport's in there at number eight. Nice. Uh, next, number seven for me, another game that I played the absolute balls <laughs> off of, uh, MLB The Show 17, buddy. Uh, 
We picked yeah. this up on a on a whim. I say I picked this up on a whim. Um, it, it was it was heavily reduced. It was like twenty quid, I think. Even uh, only like six eight weeks after it had come out. Yeah. Um, and I proceeded to pump like forty five hours into the like be a pro mode the on this pro game. Mode, yeah, yeah. It is absolutely brilliant. Uh, obviously, once again, riddled with microtransactions in the other modes and a shit show online, but. Uh, as as a single player baseball experience, uh, I had a fucking ball here. I loved it, uh, and uh, I haven't gone back to it for a little while. Basically, since Pez came out, because of the co-op elements of that kind of taking things over. But it's it's a brilliant game. I love it, um, and it absolutely deserves to be on my list. Uh, just uh, just through hours played alone. I totally forgot that you played so many hours of this Seriously, game. Uh, yeah. uh, three seasons? Bearing in <laughs> mind how many games they play in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Like, hundreds of games, and I played through, yeah, three whole seasons, no simming. Yeah, because like, you were playing that, and I was playing um, NHL yeah, 16. That's right. I? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so, yeah uh, really cool. I made it on there because of it. Uh, next for me, number six, Ghost Recon Wildlands, um, which has obviously Ghost Wars been fantastic, but once again, I cannot excuse the fact that the game I wanted is wank. The <laughs> game that I didn't want is really good, and I'm enjoying playing that, but the game I wanted is is wank. So there yeah. we are. That's why it's at number six. Uh, Ghost War. If Ghost War had come out solo for twenty quid, it could have been topping our fucking lists this year. Yeah, frankly, possibly. But you know. counterweighted with the the disappointment, um, it's it's a middling result, similar to yours, buddy. Um, yeah. Next one for me, number five, Uncharted: Lost Legacy. Uh, I think I said at the time uh, it was really cool, but having launched it as a standalone thing rather than a piece of um like official add-on DLC for the game i was hoping for a little bit more in terms of yeah. interest diversity substance. substance as you say um yeah and that's that's quite funny that they worked harder on it than they were expecting and put it out as a standalone and i'm punishing it for that but it, <laughs> it still makes it onto my list at number five uh, i really enjoyed yeah. playing through it uh, i think you you basically said everything i wanted to about that so i won't dwell and i'll move on uh, to my number four buddy and that would be Wipeout, the omega collection uh, which uh we played loads of uh it's got um split screen so me and the missus played the balls off that as well um I've never owned a Wipeout game. I really enjoyed having an arcade racer, despite the fact that it yeah. was a bit of a strange one and, you know, not really a conventional <laughs> arcade racer. Yeah, yeah. But uh, graphically immense, like bags of content. Oh, and the frame rate on that. Oh, it's just gorgeous. Stupid. Gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. frames. Like, it flows beautifully. And uh, I started getting really good at it in the end with uh, using, like, the bumpers to turn the bends and so yes. on. So knowing when to lift. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We changed the whole control system because yeah, their one was we changed stupid. The control system. It was <laughs> baffling. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number four. Um, a remaster makes it into my top five, buddy. There you are. Um, Mate, I, it was 
it's a fucking really good looking game and you know you can't go wrong like that that wipeout it, it works it does it does Signosis it, it had um, what three of them in yeah three different well, games and nice. it, yeah. three different slight, slightly different art styles and yeah. weapons and cool. modes it, it, it's it's a great package and uh, they chuck it out quite a lot with the uh, when when you buy like a PS4 Pro it's always one yeah. of the games that you'll get on there and and it, because it's you know quite cheap and it's a remaster, but also because it, it, despite being an old remaster, it shows off the console better than almost anything else. So that is true. Yep, yeah, deserves its place. Uh, On to my top three, buddy. And number three uh, is Pez. Um, normally, I don't think that I have Pez quite as high on my lists, but this year I really feel like they've made great strides, as well as fucking things up, of course, because they always do. Standard. But. Yeah. Firstly, the the gameplay on this version of the game is in a year where we I played the this this beta for it and uh, then another one uh, and um, mocked them for doing a beta because they'd never given a fuck before. So why are they now? <laughs> but I I played it and I didn't think that the gameplay was that far advanced from the last one. And then the more and more and more I played it, the more I realized how wrong I was. And this is out of this world. Some of the some of the play that you can actually achieve on this game is absolutely insane. Completely unrivaled. I wouldn't have even been able to dream of the way you can control the football on this game. Like a few years ago it just seemed impossible that they'd ever get there. But the way that this has been hit home so hard is with the fact that they've chucked this brilliant co-op mode in there which again is massively flawed has its has its problems namely the crossplay between my club and co-op so you constantly end up playing teams that you shouldn't and being punished because these people have had the chance to you know build dream teams or whatever that's a huge issue yeah. but the mode itself stands uh, funk and i i mean obviously i've played fair few games with you fair few games with pj but funk and i have played uh over 220 co-op games online wow um, that is uh that's a lot of hours that's a lot they? it's a lot of hours i think we worked it out somewhere around the 45 hour mark and that's you also have to bear in mind that's one mode of this game i've also played yeah, about played 25 league, hours of yeah. this on my own on master league mode so um yeah, the, the co-op elements, the way that you can uh, work together with a friend and the way that it rates you, uh, tells you exactly what you did, what percentages you got. Statistician's dream. A statistician's dream, sorry. Um, it's getting <laughs> late in the evening, buddy. The brew dog's Indeed kicking it in. Um, it's just fantastic. Um, but it is a football game, uh, and it's a little saddening that a an annual franchise football game has made it into my top five this year possibly a bit of a comment on the quality of release um maybe moving on project cars 2 is my number two buddy um and we've said everything that i could possibly hope to say about that so i won't say anything else about it um other than i really didn't expect at the start of the year that game to be to almost nab top spot for me in 2017 yeah. Uh, yeah. a game that i obviously wanted to get because i love racing games but i wasn't more excited or less excited about it than F1 or GT like or, or anything else um, but yeah as you said it is I think it is the best racing game I've ever played it would, you chuck the wheel in as well uh, and you can't really beat it it's just the best uh, which leaves my number one uh, which of course is Horizon Zero Dawn um, 
and I, I can't say too much more than you have about it. You've pretty much covered all the bases. Um, this is one of my favourite games of all time. It, it it creates such a mood. I enjoyed it so much. Um, I, I felt completely enthralled and involved in Aloy's world. Um, yeah, I just I, I I don't remember ever being that engaged in in, a, in an open world game because. Uh, I hadn't played that much of The Witcher at this point, uh, but also because um, it, it it somehow manages to to it it, it does story wise. It's as strong as something like The Last of Us, but that game yeah. is linear and benefits from being completely directed, like a completely like linear uh, edited experience. Whereas this. Like, it doesn't have that luxury. You could go anywhere, you could do anything, you can do things in different orders. But it's just, it just nailed every single box for me, Horizon Zero Dawn. Coupled with the fact that it came out of left field from a developer that most people kind of mocked for incredible, incredible technology, but certainly nothing else in the way of like storytelling. Um, it was, a, it was a, a real gigantic surprise and, uh, nothing. I, I kept waiting all year for something to come out and nobble this thing, man, and it just yeah, did not seriously. happen. Just it, it just didn't happen. I still remember that first encounter with like the largest or the, the the first large dinosaur robot that you come across, and I was just like, "Fucking hell! What is this?" <laughs> just being amazed because like you start off and you know you've got just like horse-sized dinosaurs that you're beating up. You're like, this is cool. And then suddenly it's just like, boom. You're like, what the... How am I going to take that fucking thing down? Just, ah. And then it just gets bigger and bigger. It's crazy, some of the enemies in that. Yeah, it's it's all doable. But it it does combat brilliantly. It does stealth brilliantly. It does storytelling brilliantly. It looks the best thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. The sound design's brilliant. (laughs) The map's expansive, but not too much. Like, it's created just enough, but also open just enough. And it just leaves you to it. Um, man. And the towers that you have to climb are big fucking dinosaur robots. That are walking about. Yeah. That are walking about. That's cool. Man. And you can hack the robots with your magic staff. It's got it all. Ah, oh, it's, it's got it all. It's man. got it all. It's uh, well it, done. It's the best game on the system. Uh, if if you if you're going out and buying a PS4, it's the game you have to own. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I if something comes out next year that is better than Horizon Zero Dawn, then fuck me, we got a good year on our hands. We got a good year coming up. I, I got a good feeling about 2018, mate. I do. Yeah. I really do. There's a there's a lot to look forward to, and uh, yeah, new DLC for Destiny Two. Can't there it is. There it is. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. That's the one. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. new console Pez, from Atari. Uh, Pez 2019. Yep. Can't wait. That'll be there. F1 yep. 2018. Can't, can't wait. wait to give them my annual subscription oh, to, uh, yeah, to sports and F1. football games and. Yeah. Racing games, yeah. I mean, do you think we should take a year off one year and just be like, nah, fuck off. What, just not buy any games? No! <laughs> of, like, some of these yearly franchise games that we seem to buy every year and year. Um, I think there's a time where we're just like, you know what, just, we just missed this year. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I think we probably should have done that for the last three or four, but... Uh... <laughs> 
that's not gonna happen, is it? So no, it's, it's not gonna. It's nice having these ideas, but it's yeah, it's not gonna happen, like you say. Yeah, no, t- far too sensible, uh, ridiculous. No. So all that's left, really, buddy, is we've got a little rundown, a little point system that I like to make up. Uh, obviously, if we put it in tenth place, he gets one point. If we put it in first place, he gets ten points. So uh, our high-scoring game this year, our JFG podcast game of the year, is Horizon Zero Dawn with a massive full-on 20 points. It's a perfect top-scoring game, number one from both of us. Top dog, number one. Secondly is Project Cars 2 with 17 points. Wouldn't have expected that. I didn't see that coming at all. I mean, that's high, man. Like... Yeah, man. That's pretty high. 17 points. You know, that's that's a big score. Now, we've got third to four, five, six, six place. There we go. And that's four of them. All on 11 points here. So that's quite a big drop off in, in, in figures. So in, in third to sixth, we have Destiny 2 with 11. We have Ghost Recon Wildlands with 11. We have Uncharted Lost Legacies with 11. And also... Pez 2018 with 11. I don't know what that says about this year. Mediocre at best, I guess. It's a weird one, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's, I, I, and and we made these like lists completely separate. Yeah. Like, we didn't like go like, oh yeah, if we get them all the same, then we can say, yeah, it's been a shitty year. It, it's, it's just how it's happened. It's crazy. Obviously, uh, Destiny is the the big the most unfortunate title from our lists because i've ra- rated it so much lower obviously like, yeah it's the one that's that's lost out the most f- despite being in a top five uh because of mm. because of my opinions on that game but uh yeah a joint third between four different games and all of those games being like six seven points less than our top two yeah it, it's crazy yeah and then, then after that, it pretty much drops down to, into like our own individual choices. We've got uh, a Wipeout with seven points, uh, Persona with seven points, uh, Orcs Must Die. We both had that, but that only got five points because it was so low down. Uh, MLB, uh, the show 2018? 17 it, was, it? it was, yeah. 17, close enough, yeah. Uh, four points, GT Sport with three points. Then we've got the Sexy Brutal with two and the Chewing Test with one, buddy. So yeah, I I don't I, I mean we can clearly see uh, which ones were our favourites, but then there was just that middle ground where it was just like these games are are, are good, these, these games are, are really good, but you know there's there's nothing really setting them apart from it, each other, I, I guess. Yeah, the drop off really like between games that I loved versus you kind of thing. It mm. I don't think has ever been as wide. Um, no, definitely not. But the the thing that you can basically say about both of our lists are, I I think uh, they're they're relatively uninspiring for for an end yeah. of year list. Everything that's yeah. coming out like across a year, and we're not prudish like in terms of like buying triple A titles or annual franchises all the time. Like we, if, if if there were five new IPs out this year, we would have bought them. Like yeah, we, we would have bought them. Like we're always game for like new, exciting innovation, new IPs, and so on and so forth. But it was slim pickings, and uh, it's yeah, there's a few games like Near Automata and things like that. I mean, I, I wish we could have played, but it, it's just that feeling that I'm not sure that I'm going to enjoy this game. So I, I, I just can't 
justify spending that money yeah you know just so i can talk about it on the podcast because obviously you know we've said it countless times we have to buy these yeah you know, we're not we're not our money games publication so we can't just keep taking punts all the time uh mm. we'll get shouted at for doing so by our yeah wags i'll, I'll be so <laughs> yeah <laughs> all in all yeah. i think one thing that you can say that we've got going for us is it's at least a diverse list when it comes to genre and style um we got a good old collection of different genres and styles there. You know, we haven't got five shooters or four RPGs or yeah. anything like that. Um, so, yeah, that suggests that we're diverse enough and perhaps the industry isn't. Possibly, could buddy. Be Possibly. Could be the problem. Yeah. Well, either way, there you go. Um, those are our lists. And... Uh, We'd very much like to hear from you guys as well about what your thoughts are as we sort of head into the new year, dissecting the old, uh, and and then look forward. But, um, yeah, I think it only remains for me to say thanks very much, buddy, for joining me for this particular special show. Um, it's been a long one. I don't think I ever want to do two podcasts in one night, mate. No, it's Every true. Again. It's true. Uh, I am fucked. I, I do hope <laughs> I do hope that this, this has been a little bit more concise and more engaging than we've had in the past. I think we're slowly yes. getting the hang of not just running our mouths for fucking hours anymore. Um, mm. I think we're getting there in that respect. But um, hopefully you've enjoyed that um hopefully you uh i think this is going out between christmas and new year so hope you enjoyed your christmas and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful new year um for the sake of old lang syne buddy yeah indeed there you go um you can find us at all the usual places that includes www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk facebook forward slash the jfg podcast uh, our twitter handle is at the jfg podcast you can also find us on the video streaming sites youtube twitch and mixer um come and join our ps4 community come and play some games with us uh we are the jfg podcast on your ps4 you can find us on the app or on the console uh, we're on SoundCloud for slash just for gamers. Um, several other places you can pick us up on your podcast apps, and we are also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We will catch you in the new year. Um, get on Street Beat on the old website there, and uh, and let us know how you're feeling about things, and so on and so forth. Get on the show. Hit us up and get on the show. That sort of thing. We want to. We want to know. Uh, until know. then buddies uh, thanks so much for being with us through 2017 we will catch you in 2018 uh, until then I have been Alex he has been Ash goodbye goodbye you've been listening to the JFG podcast with Ash and me Alex to find out more head to www.justforgamers.co.uk Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast or Twitter where we are at the JFG podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening and we will catch you next time.